coming up next on the Digital Marketer Podcast. People have to know you, like you, and trust you. It's a no like and trust factor. Go go to anyone, anywhere, go to digital marketer, go to any of the other people that do things in this space. And they're all going to say that that's the key to marketing is getting people to know, like, and trust you. This is Digital Marketer. Hey, it's Mark DeGrasse here, and I've got a question for you. What if you could legally get the emails of almost every person who visits your site? Seriously, what if you could safely and respectfully retarget your website visitors via email just by dropping a pixel onto your site? It might sound too good to be true, but our new sponsors at getemails.com can do just that. They've created a system that's compliant with U.S. laws and regulations, and every email address they send you is opted in to receive emails. So that means that you can connect your anonymous website visitors to real people and safely retarget them through email with real-time, fully compliant interactions. It might sound too good to be true, but trust me, it works. The CEO, Adam Robinson, is brilliant. And he believes in his product so much that he's willing to do something a little crazy for digital marketer listeners. If you go through their easy 30-minute onboarding process and haven't 5X your investment within the first six months, they'll give you all of your money back. To take advantage of the offer, go to getemails.com slash digitalmarketer. That's getemails.com slash digitalmarketer. Hey everyone, I'm Mark DeGrasse. This is the Digital Marketer Podcast, where we talk to agency owners, marketing professionals, and other small business owners who are using digital marketing to expand their businesses. Today, we have a very special guest, uh, Jay Vix, the founder of GVI Mobile Marketing, and one of our highly qualified certified partners with the Digital Marketer Network. So welcome, Jay. Cool. Thanks for having me, Mark. I'm excited to be here. So right before we got on, we talked a little bit about prospecting for marketing agencies. I know that you have an entire system about that. You're actually going to be presenting it at our upcoming uh, Certified Partner Training Day. And so I thought we'd give everybody a little bit of insight publicly into uh, some of the best methodologies you've come up with for uh, prospecting for your marketing agency. So you want to talk about that just a little bit? Yeah. And I think it, it would be best served to kind of understand how the whole idea of using this method came about, right? So the end of 2019, I had made a decision that I was going to get out and I was going to speak and I was going to coach and I was going to go any, everywhere and anywhere and be in front of groups and whoever would have me. And then March of 2020 happened, right? <laughs> and uh, everything, all those grandiose plans were just squashed, right? And it was about 10 days before I was supposed to do my first big workshop. I had 60 people registered. It was through a local merchant association. It was called the Digital Marketing Institute. And I was going to talk to people about, I, I be honest, I, I don't remember which digital marketing topic I was going to try to train small business owners on, but they called me and they said, Jay, we can't meet in person. And I was like, well, how many people registered? And there were like 60. And I was like, crap, like, I don't want to lose this opportunity. So I said, Hey, if I send you guys a link, would you be willing to send that link to all 60 who registered and let me do this via webinar? I'll provide the platform, right? And they, they were like, we've never done that before, but sure. And turns out that that kind of inspired that whole organization to continue doing webinars. But when the pandemic happened, I realized that 
I've been using, you know, webinars and attending webinars for years and, and Zoom. And I had just started messing around with a platform called StreamYard. And StreamYard allows me to broadcast to like eight different channels. So a couple of Facebook pages, Facebook groups, YouTube, LinkedIn, all at one time simultaneously. And I thought it would be pretty cool if I interview my buddy, Mike, who has a podcast about what it's like to work from home now that everybody's going to work from home. And then I thought, what if I could interview business owners and give them the video, right? Which is what we're going to dive into in a few minutes. But it was like, I can stream this because business owners, the one thing that they're always telling me is, I don't know how to make content. They're terrified of picking up the phone and recording a selfie. They're just, I don't, I can't come up with good content. Where do I find content? How do I make content? I don't even know how to upload a video. Like these are things that small business owners were always telling me about. And, and the ones in my, in my niche were, were definitely, or in my group of niches were, were telling me that. So, so basically the method is that we provide value in advanced content by way of a, a 15 to 20 minute interview that we live stream and then give them the video as, as their free gift, but it gets, it gets a conversation happening. So I, I love that concept of just using something that's valuable for the, the potential customer and also useful for you, you know, so it's a win-win for both parties. And it's a really, I'd say light touch, you know, in terms of, Hey, and by the way, we do this kind of stuff that, that you're needing that we just talked about. Would you like to have a conversation with that? So I think that's a, a just genius idea. How, how many prospects do you think you've gotten just from that process? You know, it's interesting. We started it in November, December timeframe. So in the last three months, I think we've had about nine people come through just from, hmm. yeah, let me tell you a little bit about the process. So we use a couple of tools and if you've, if, and hopefully whoever's listening to this, whenever and wherever you are, that this will be helpful. There are two tools that we use to prospect outside of the typical social media, just, you know, posting it out there. One is a database tool for, for, uh, lead generation called seamless.ai. So seamless.ai is a pretty big one. You can get all, all sorts of real-time info on whoever your prospects are instead of going and scraping LinkedIn. Cause we all know we get those LinkedIn messages all the time, like friend request or connection request. And then it's like pitch, right? So this way we get these email addresses and what we can do is we take those email addresses and we, we pull them in to another piece of software, which is pretty cheap. It's like $67 a month. It's called Connect 365. Connect 365 is a tool that allows me to connect my Gmail account for my company domain, my G Suite account, and send a drip campaign out to cold prospects, just as if I was using an email service program, like a constant contact or MailChimp, but it's coming from my Gmail. So it doesn't end up in the promotions tab. It actually hits inboxes. Hmm. So Love it goes that. out on a one-to-one, -one, so unlimited. Like I can't send more than 2,000 in a day, which I can use for you. I'm not going to send 2,000. But, it, you know, so we send about 125 prospect cold emails a week. And, and we have a three-email drip sequence that basically says, hey, look, here I am. I put a picture of me and my family. I'm a real person. I'm local because we're targeting the local area. And I've got this video podcast that I'd like you to be a guest on. And I even tell people like, what's the catch? Why are you doing this for free? Is like, I just want to network. I want to meet people and have conversation about your marketing. And I, it, you know, all the, the, all these business owners that are 
terrified of creating content, it kind of lets their guard down. And the, the number one reaction when I get a reply is, wow, that was refreshing or wow. I like this approach to prospecting. Like people are like taken aback by the fact that I'm like, here I am. I want to give you something. There's no strings attached. And if you don't believe me, here's more about me. Right. And I, I think just being straightforward and honest and telling people kind of what I'm doing and, and why you catch more what's it, you catch more flies with honey than vinegar type of thing. I'm not, I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm not pitching them anything. So. Well, and you're being totally transparent and honest with the process. And I think that's, yep. you know, increasingly frustrating for people who, you know, get pitched all the time, like on LinkedIn, like you were saying, is that you kind of understand what they're doing, but they friended you first, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, you wanted to connect and now you're just pitching me. So that was obviously the reason versus <laughs> what you're doing where it's, hey, you know, you're going to get value out of this. I'm going to get value out of this. Maybe we'll work together. You know, it's and it's almost a preview of your process, you know, that they're going to use once they sign up, right? Absolutely. You know, it, when, when we talk in terms of the customer value journey, right, we have, we have eight stages. And one of the big things that we don't want to do is we don't want to propose on the first date. We don't want to go out of sequence, right? We want to, we want to sequence is critical, right? We talk about this all the time. And... And in that awareness and engagement stage, the last thing I want to do is even tell people what, what I would ultimately want to sell them, right? Should they be the right fit? So, so for me, it's, it's all about delivering that value in advance content and, and really spacing it out so that there's no pitch. Actually, when, when my, my pitch happens, it's, it's not even on that call and it's not even when we're preparing for the interview. Typically it's that person says, so what else do you do for businesses? <laughs> right. And that opens the door. Now they've asked me for permission to tell them what else I could do to help them. And then I can talk about fractional CMO. I can talk about agency services, website ads, whatever, whatever it is. And, and we do offer kind of, kind of a full stack suite of services to our team. So it's kind of, it's kind of nice. And I really do. And, and like you said, that's the process that if they work with me, I'm going to teach them and build out their customer value journey. So it is, it's exactly the process that I want to use with them. Well, the neat part is that you're, you know, kind of assessing them as well. Yeah. I think that's just genius, you know, way to prospect, way to qualify from both parties. And then, you know, it's more of a seamless transition into a longer term marketing relationship, which, Absolutely. you know, we both know you need to have that minimum amount of time together before you're going to get them results. But I think just proving to them that you, you know, could get them something immediately, those quick wins that we always talk about with, you know, getting clients and, and making them happy that you deliver all of it in one, one swoop. So kudos to you. Thank you. I think the biggest thing that I hear also from our guests when we do it, as, as far as the reason why they wanted to do it, besides the fact that they're not going to make video content themselves. So when I, when I tell them, Hey, I'm, when we're done, I'm going to give you the video file. I'm going to give you the audio MP3 version, and I'm going to give you a separate file. That's a zip file that has just your parts and just my parts. So you can edit it any way you want, but I encourage them to put it embedded on their website, put it up on their YouTube channel, put it up on their social media. And, and obviously that's, that's the goal, right? If you have video content, you want to share that video content. It's a commercial about you and your business. So you'd want to share that. 
I got to host it. I got to, at the beginning, I got to tell people who I am. And at the end, I got, I got to tell people, I always do this at the end. Also, I say, look, if you, if you need help with video or with, with digital marketing, or if you'd like to be a guest on meet the experts, contact me. So now I've got all my guests going out and basically still promoting me for, for perpetuity. And the more, the more my tentacles can go out there through these episodes, ideally, the more episodes will, will come back. And now we're starting to see this get set in motion where I'm, I'm starting to get a bit of a, a, not so much a backlog, but I'm starting to get a list of people who I know I've ended, I've identified or they've identified that, that they want to do an episode. So it's starting to trickle out. And, and when we talk about customer value journey, if I skip the middle section where I get them as a client, you could almost, it's almost going right to the promote stage. Mm-hmm. You know, because now these people are promote these these guests are promoting me through their own promotion. No, oh, that's that's the perfect uh, perfect recipe for long term. You know, prospecting, and then you know, you're really mixing elements of content marketing where you're saying, "Hey, here's the content," and a lot of it, you know, for the most part, unless you cover some very specific topics, are evergreen, right? Like you can yep, get absolutely. leads from all of those past, you know, and actually, there's nothing better than that in my experience is. Hey, I saw you on this article and you realize like, I wrote that article five years ago. That's (laughs) neat that it still does stuff. Have you seen that where you, you've actually done content a long time ago and people contact you about, you know, past episodes? I I have, I've, I've had a few that, that have not so much for past episodes, but just from past blog posts or they found Hmm. they're like, Oh, I, I read, I, it was, it was actually, I was interviewed in a online publication called startup secrets Hmm. and within like it was like six or seven months after that, somebody contacted me and they said, Hey, I read this interview on a website called startup secrets. And I knew I had to get in touch with you. And <laughs> I was like, man, that's awesome. Like, so it wasn't even like my own content. It was an interview that I did, but that also firmly supported my belief that doing the digital marketing podcast would be a great idea, right? Or, or, you know, being interviewed or being on a guest blog or, or just doing any type of media outreach that other people are going to help promote can, can easily stay evergreen and come back to help me later down the road. So that's awesome. Now, when you do these podcasts and say you get the prospects, have you seen, you know, some tendency towards one initial service that you provide over another? Like when are they like, hey, I want you to make our podcast or I want you to do our social media or or whatever it is? That's a really good question. So we don't take on clients until they go through our half day strategy boot camp. So I've had, and I'll, I'll tell you why I do that. And, and it might make sense to other agency owners. It, and hopefully if there's somebody who isn't an agency owner listening to this and they're just maybe a business owner or small business or somebody who might help or is learning about digital marketing, the, we used to get requests all the time. Hey, can you build us a website? Hey, can you run Facebook ads? Hey, can you manage our social media? And we were order takers. I would say yes to everything. Like if you mm-hmm. ask and I know how to do it, I'm going to just do it. The problem was, I don't know their, their customer avatar. I don't know their target audience. I don't know the customer value journey, whatever it is that I'm running or writing about or talking about or building. I don't know 
who I'm working with. And I mean, I, I maybe surface, maybe 30,000 foot view and, and where they're at in a journey of what I'm supposed to say and when. So what happened was we would take money and we would do the things, right? We would trade time for dollars. And then when the campaign failed or the website sucked, ultimately we'd lose that client or we'd have to do something because yeah, I'm, I'm really good at like running a Facebook ad because I know the technical details. But if I don't know exactly right, the right copy, the, the creative, the, the, the timing, the offer, if all that's not in place and it wasn't, then it was a recipe for disaster. So what we did about three years ago, truly thanks to the certified partner program at Digital Marketer, is we flipped that script. We said, no longer are we going to be order takers. If we are going to work with a client, we need to get intimate with their business. We need to help them with their customer avatar, their before and after grid, right? The customer value journey. We need to build out a growth scorecard and give it to them, or at least give them one metric for every stage in the customer value journey. And we package that up into a half-day boot camp, And we call it how-to.strategize, which is a play on words because we have a, a blog called how-to.agency. That's mm -hmm. our, our main training blog. And how-to.strategize is kind of a prerequisite for us to work with a client. So typically when clients, they'll have a service in mind, like, hey, you know, can I would love it if you'd look at my website and make it better. And I say, great, I would love to do that too. And I might look at their website, but if they say, hey, can you help me with this or that? I say, I absolutely can. But the first place to start is we need to sit down and I can take you through. Actually, where I go with that is, yeah, after we do this podcast episode, why don't we do a quick double your sales discovery session? We'll do a quick audit. We'll try to find out, you know, you'll, we'll learn a little bit more about your business. We'll learn a little bit more about, you know, I'll teach you about the growth triad and what that means and, and, and how to best to market your business. And, and, and we'll go from there. So I'm still not even pitching them. I'm just mm -hmm. really trying to get them to my convert stage, which will set up the excite stage, which will then at the end of that is when I, when I finally pitch the bootcamp. But sometimes that takes two weeks and sometimes it takes two months. And sometimes it takes two minutes because people are like, no, 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 I want to move past that. Let me just, let's talk about this strategy session, right? I've had that too. It's like, cool. All right. You know, so. No, oh, that's awesome. Well, I think for, you know, a lot of marketing agencies, especially new agencies where it's just like, yeah, I'll do whatever. Like, let's just get in the door. Cause even with my agency, it was the same thing where I'm like, okay, well I, I do brand development and website design, but you need a Facebook campaign or you need an email campaign or whatever. I'm like, okay, I'll get in the door. I'll do the little project and then they'll love right. it so much they'll hire me and i think that's why you know digital marketing itself is usually confusing for people because they think in terms of methodologies instead of in terms of strategy they think oh i need email marketing i need seo i need social media and somehow that's going to lead to money <laughs> and you're like maybe <laughs> you know but with me like I, the agency or the small businesses i talked to that were successful had actually just nailed one of them and that's I it that they had a good product that's always important but sure. they nailed one thing they nailed email marketing usually was a good indicator because like oh we send out the newsletter we get subscribers we get boosts in sales every single time but you know that's it and so yeah. i think what you're doing is just genius you know in terms of i mean it's what we teach <laughs> it, <laughs> it is marketing. you know it's it's nothing it's not like really secret sauce but but it's it it's working Right. And I'm, and I'm still, like I said, we're three months into, we've been doing the episodes for like 
over almost two years now, we've, we've done probably just like 15 or 16 of these episodes in uh-huh. total to, through different variations. I just started numbering them recently. So I think it says I'm at episode 10. There's like another five floating. But what really changed over the last couple of months is we documented our processes. We've, we have a project management tool. And now when somebody, we, we wanted it to be where I don't have to email back and forth with this interested person. We now have a form, just like a landing page. And when somebody submits their basic info on the landing page, it takes them to an onboarding form or an application where it goes over, these are the questions we want to ask you, right? And they're all softball questions. These are the questions we want to ask you, what industry are you in? Upload a headshot, upload your company logo so that we can create graphics to promote it. I get all that. And then when they submit that, the third thing that they get to, and this all takes about 45 seconds or a minute to do, maybe two minutes, maybe I'm being too kind to myself. But when they do that, then the third stage is for them to book their sound check. And what their sound check is, is we're going to meet in StreamYard. And we're going to determine when we're going to do the live episode, but I'm going to give you a a tour of kind of the playground that we're going to use for the live episode so that they're familiar with it. And so we we built this three three stage or three page, one stage funnel to take somebody who's interested in being a guest and then getting them to the point where they've, they've committed to doing the sound check that they want to be the guest. And we have all the information we need without us having to touch them. Right. So. So that took a big, that's why we couldn't do episodes at scale prior to November is because it was like, I'd like to be a guest on your podcast. Great. Okay. We need, we're going to need to do this. We're going to need to do that. We're going to need you to send us this and that. And these emails back and forth, it was like, take me three months to book one. Now I can have one booked and two weeks later, I'm doing the sound check and, and four days later, we're doing a live, uh, episode and now we're starting to work on building up a backlog of not a backlog but a just a a a, a line of people that want to that want to do it so That's you mentioned awesome. something really funny i wanted to kind of circle back on though about people thinking in terms of methodologies i have this one person and i won't name names because I'll, I'll be so lucky that he'll listen and he'll be like you were talking about me weren't you but i do know someone who used to always say hey i i would I would tell them all the time what it was that I did in a, in a big view, but a lot of people don't understand all of the different like disciplines in digital marketing, right? Like there's social, there's email, there's content, there's paid, there's organic, there's search, there's, you know, all of the, there's data and analytics, there's, you know, conversion rate optimism, all the different things. But I would tell, tell this person what I did all the time. And, and he would continuously come to me and say, um, yeah, so. I know that you post on, on social media pages. Is that something you can do for me? Or if I asked him, what did I, what do I do? He'd say, well, you post on people's, you run people's Facebook pages. Like, no, that's really not what I want to do at all. (laughs) But, but people do have this like skewed or not skewed, just this general misunderstanding of what it is that we do. Do you remember those memes that were on Facebook? It was like, what? people think I do what I think oh, yeah. I do with this. And then what I actually do. Yeah. Like, yes. I find I'm, I'm, I, 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 I live in, in that bubble. Oh, we should, we should definitely make one of those, the, the digital marketer version, because it's, it's totally true. Cause that's you, people always approach you with that one thing. Like I want to be on page one of Google. Like, <laughs> how do I do that? And you're like, all right, here's beta ad. <laughs> you're on right, page one. Right. Congrats. Uh, <laughs> But I think it's just so, it's so new and it's so confusing for people. And and what I've seen is that, you know, even industries that classically 
didn't have anything to do with digital, you know, people who are dealing with maybe big government contracts or, you know, they have a network of people they work with. I, I saw it in construction specifically where mm. it was like, well, they're telling us we need a website. We have a domain. Isn't that good enough? (laughs) Yeah, that's that's part of it. But even in that space, people still look you up online. So you can't not have a presence. And then and how much more could you get, you know, in terms of your business if you actually took that seriously? Or on the flip side, how much more could you sell your business for if you got serious about your digital side and you could justify all your numbers with analytics? And then it's, you know, so I think there's there's several different ways you could convince people like, hey, that's Let's be real about this now. And I think you, you know, your method of just having, you know, gain them on the podcast, convincing them about, you know, that you need the strategy session before we do anything else, then you're set up for success. And all you have to do is execute the plan, you know, collect the paycheck, everybody's happy, growth, you know, everything happens. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, uh, I come across too is I can do it in the, with the strategy session. I, and I always tell people, I'm like, here, you can take, when we're done, you're going to have two pieces of paper filled out, right? You're going to have a customer avatar with the before and after grid filled out that worksheet. And you're going to have a customer value journey worksheet filled out. And I said, you could take those two pieces of paper to any marketing agency worth a damn in the, in the country and say, hey, look, I have this, this is what I want to do. And they would be so thankful that you've actually laid the groundwork for them because you just made their job, you like you gave them a slam dunk, right? And, and, or I'll say, or you could take it and you could go do it yourself. And at that point, every business owner I've ever talked to cuts me off and they're like, no way. Like, I'm only going to use you because you know it, you're getting, you're taking the time to do it and I'm not going to do it myself. So I'm going to hire you to implement it. So how much are we talking on a monthly basis? And then they start doing this and I'm like, all right, slow down. But, and in my head, I'm like, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. You know, <laughs> well, I get, uh, you know what? I could do it for you. <laughs> no i was with my business i i had something kind of similar where i was trying to train them i'm like hey we're gonna set it up we're gonna get your funnel going here's your lead magnet all right congratulations go do this and then uh, yeah it was like five percent was my my conversion rate for game training people how to do it themselves so mm-hmm. and, and i always tell people it's like you don't you know you're a doctor you don't also need to be a digital marketing professional yeah you know? <laughs> or or an architect don't need to be a digital marketing professional. So I think the one thing I do always lean back on the, or I used to lean back on the, the client was, was for the information. Like, yes, can we write your blog posts? Sure. Do we know anything about being an architect? No. In that respect, the, the CVJ, you know, walks them through. Cause I, I, I had cases and you probably had the same thing where it's like, give me a summary of your services, like just a list of them, what they are, what their benefits are. And a lot of companies don't even have that. So, no. you know, and that's all about conversion and sales. It, one of the things that we've, um, I, I think technology has been a really great tool for that. Cause you know, some of the things that we will, will look at are Quora and answer the public and go through those, those things to find out stuff on, on the content side of it. But there's some real, like, like the conversion.ai, which was Jarvis and is now Jasper and the, 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 the artificial intelligent GPT stuff that can write content for you, I think is a, is a really massive help to small business owners who have no idea that it's even available to them. So when, when we can tell people, Hey, well, we can write you original content. That's going to be better than what you can, you know, write yourself. And, and then we show it to them and we let those tools write it. And then we just human 
put eyes on it to make sure mm -hmm. it's accurate, factual, and edited properly. But utilizing that technology has sped up the content creation time immensely. Like it's cut it in like, like by like 70%, 80%. And you're able to turn out really good stuff without doing all the re it takes the research out of it. I mean, you still have to mm -hmm. kind of look it up to make sure certain things are, are, are factual, but, but those tools that are coming out now are, you know, are rope rope. I don't know what the word is. I want to say roboticizing, but you're making it automating, automating. Thank you. you yeah. Go. Roboticized. <laughs> see roboticizing. No, I like that too. It's a Hashtag good brand right there. Yeah. So yeah. Automating a lot of the work, which, which makes it easy. And, and I think business owners would even appreciate that. Like, you know, you could pay me $3,000 to spend all this time to write all this stuff, or you could pay me $2,000. I'm going to do it in 10% of the time. And, you know, and it's going to be better. Right. So, you know, business owners are still appreciative of the fact that we want to use the latest and greatest tools that are available to us in their business. Mm -hmm. Well, I think people appreciate that. You know, they like the automation. They like, you know, but they also like having input. You know, I always, I used to say, like, whatever's on your website, like, that's you. <laughs> you know, you are saying this thing. So if you let your intern write it and they don't know what they're talking about, then that's now you that wrote it. Wrote so, it. Mm -hmm. you know, get, Let's get serious. But I think, you know, utilizing an agency like you, then they could trust it. They don't have to be, uh, you know, concerned that it's not something that will represent the brand because you've done the whole path and you know exactly what the brand is and exactly what they need and, and that, you know, the customer and what they're wanting and, and looking for. So absolutely. I think the biggest thing with, with the customer avatar, I mean, I always, I always strongly emphasize the before and after grid. And if, if you're listening to this and you don't know what it is, go to digitalmarketer.com and look it up to the before and after grid. I, I always tell people, regurg I always regurgitate something to everyone that I talk to. And it's something that Ryan Dice has said, and, and I'm sure he got it from somewhere and that person got it from somewhere. And I don't know who the original one is, but that people don't buy products and services, they buy transformations, right? And I love that. It is like my, it's like, wish I could take, I wish it was my quote because I use it <laughs> like it's my own, but I always, I'm always, I always tell people it's, I didn't come up with it, but, but really we don't buy the bottle of water because it's got a pretty label necessarily we buy it because we need to quench our thirst. Right. And we, we think about why do we buy these things? It isn't, it isn't the, the product. It's what it's going to do. It's that after state, right? So mm -hmm. I, I always tell people I, it, we don't, we should never underestimate the power of the before and after grid because the after side of that before and after grid, that's your copy. Like mm -hmm. copy just jumps off the page when we do that. I had a, a woman that I worked with a while back on a strategy session. She owned, I had never heard of this before. She owned a mobile pedicure service. So she would literally Makes go sense. to people's homes to do a pedicure for them. And her target audience were like elderly people who might have like diabetes. They can't take care of their feet. It's hard for them to get out. They ha might have a cane. It's embarrassing. They don't want to take their shoes off at a, in a place where there might be other people with their shoes off. Right. Like, so it's safe for them to, to go to home. So we did a before and after grid. And what I like to do is I like to then take the after and the wants and aspirations and all this good stuff. And I weave it into a narrative. I narrate it back to the business owner mm. when I do this in a story. And I tell the business owner a story about their business and about this fictitious avatar customer and how they feel. And I'll never forget Adrian. She was the, the one that I was working with. She was crying when I was Aww. done. 
And I was like, I hope that's a good cry. She's like, Jay, you just gave me so much hope for my business. I feel like I actually make a difference in people's lives. And I'll never forget that. I was like, this is like the most powerful thing we do. And that right there should be worth the whole cost of admission of a half day boot camp. And that's only one small thing that we do during that day. So I, I love the before and after grid. And I, and we're talking about content and copy. I mean, there it is. That's, it's going to mm-hmm. jump off the page. Hey, Ryan Dice here. You know, it's been a while since I've run the day-to-day for Digital Marketer, the company that Roland and I are partners in. Fortunately, we have a great team and great partners who help us with all that nitty-gritty stuff now. But the one thing that we focused on while I was there and the one thing the team still focuses on to this day is optimizing everything. I'm talking testing everything from the sales copy to the color of the checkout button. Testing like this can have a huge impact on your bottom line, but the truth is it takes a lot of time and a lot of resources. And half the time we were just throwing stuff against the wall just to kind of see what stuck. But the good news is you don't have to figure everything out on your own anymore. And that's because our friends at Conversion Fanatics have optimized hundreds of sites in all types of industries from small startups to Fortune 500s. And now they can handle all your testing and optimization for you too. So if you feel stuck when it comes to optimizing your website, go and visit conversionfanatics.com and they'll give you a list of custom suggestions to optimize your site 100% free. Once again, you can find them at conversionfanatics.com. God, that's fantastic. Well, and I think for a lot of people, just, you know, they, they can't envision it. Like maybe their imaginations aren't, you know, strong enough, or maybe they just don't, they can't put themselves in that place because they're so involved in their business that they can't see everything happening. So I think, completely, you know, being able to articulate and just clarify like, Hey, this is your person. They're out there. They're looking for you. They want what you sell. You don't need to try that hard and you definitely don't need to trick anybody, which I think, you know, a lot of times when people think of marketing, I think they're thinking of like, Oh, I'm going to get tricked into buying this thing that I don't actually want instead of, (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Instead of what you do, which is actually just, no, you're just putting the pieces together and here you go. You, you have an awesome product. These people want that. There you go. We, we simplified everything. Yeah. So. I mean, I think in, in kind of in conclusion, and we'll probably, probably get to the end here, but if you ask any, anybody who's ever taught any marketing at all, and the reason I'm going to say this, is because everyone I've ever watched a course or, or a YouTube video or a lesson or anything has all said it, but People have to know you, like you, and trust you. It's a no like and trust factor. Go, go to anyone, anywhere, go to digital marketer, go to any of the other people that do things in this space. And they're all going to say that that's the key to marketing is getting people to know, like, and trust you. And so my whole thing, when I, when I send out these cold emails, I put a picture of me and my wife and my daughter, right? I tell people who I am and where I live and what I do. And I tell people about the podcast. I tell people why I'm doing it. You know, and, and I tell people, look, it literally will cost you nothing and I won't pitch you. There's no pitch. I just want to give you this content because, and I see people ask me, well, it's like, this is my, this is, this is my investment in my marketing of my business. This is how I'm going to grow my business. This is networking. And I meet people in the community and, and, and they might refer me business or, or you might give me business, but this is why we do it. And I think, I think instead of worrying about 
you know, this direct response copy and, and be so hard on this, this pounding it and saying just the right words. I think, I think what I found is working is just really, truly being authentic. I mean, there's nobody I talk to that does this, that, that becomes a guest on my podcast that doesn't find out or know what I do because the tip nine times out of 10, they ask, but I'm, I'm not ashamed to say I run a digital marketing agency, right? I'm, I, I'm, I'm a fractional CMO. I can help you build your marketing team or your marketing systems. But right now, let's just talk about this podcast because right now that's what you want to talk about. That's why we're talking, right? So let's take care of that first. And if you want to talk after that about anything else, we will. And I've had that conversation several times. And I think it's important that I continue to do that. Well, I think, I think you've really figured out, you know, a, a prospecting system, the, you know, the kind of intro into what you do system and then the delivery system. And I, I yeah. think that's, you know, it, as a agency owner, I'm sure you're in the top 1% of happy agency owners, <laughs> you know, or, <laughs> or agency owners that are happy with what they're doing. Right. A lot of them are, you know, either struggling to find business or they hate the sales process or they hate the customer service aspects or. You know, that's usually the the barriers that like they just want to do marketing. Like that's right. what, what you'll hear most of them say. But I think you really connect that relationship that you have with your agencies. And I think you're you're kicking butt at executing systems. So way to go. Thanks, man. Thank you so much. Well, if somebody wants to find out about you or wants to be on your podcast, uh, where can they find out more info? So jvimobile.com, the initials jvimobile.com is our main agency website and you can get a hold of me, book book of time on my calendar. I'm happy to talk to anyone. If you would like, if you have a small business and maybe you don't kind of stuck in your marketing or you're one of those people where picking up the phone to do a selfie video for your business, that, that phone weighs like a thousand pounds, <laughs> right? And you're just looking for some content. Uh, then you can go to guests with an S guests.advertisinggreensboro.com. And, uh, we can do meet the experts. We, we, the advertising Greensboro part is we've really been focusing on our, we're in Greensboro, North Carolina. So Greensboro, High Point, Winston-Salem, but I've, I've done interviews in this fashion and called them meet the experts episodes with businesses from all over the U S I don't necessarily advertise them for the Greensboro side of things, but I'm happy to do a business interview. If you go to guests.advertisinggreensboro.com, you can fill out that onboarding form and I'll definitely get back in touch with you and we'll try to get you in line to do an episode. Awesome. We'll definitely look for info about Jay. And we actually have a lot of your stuff, a, a new YouTube video actually on uh, the blog. So go and check out the Digital Marketer blog if you want to check that out. I think Jay does an excellent job using the frameworks that we teach as kind of foundational digital marketer. So he's an excellent example if you want to see what you can achieve using our courses. Uh, so thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, thank you again, Jay, for coming on. And yeah. to the listeners, if you want more stuff like this, stay tuned. Hey, DM listeners, if you're running a Black Friday or Cyber Monday special, listen up, because Digital Marketer just released our Canva holiday promo pack. It includes almost 200 templates that you can use to make the graphics for all your upcoming holiday specials and three unique design themes for each holiday. The promo pack is usually $27, but you can get it today for free. Check the show notes for the link to download, or you can go directly to digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP 
forward slash holiday templates.